This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, good morning. Welcome. You're listening to the Donna and Steve Experience on my talk, 1071. Happy hump day, everybody. Always like a good hump day joke or a recognition. Of course, yeah. Not a lot of people talk about it anymore. But know, Donna right? does every week, man. I love it. Welcome in. Good the Humpty time. Hump. We just had. Oh, uh, that's what we should start with on Wednesday. Oh. The Humpty Hump. Ask, and the Hump. Ask your guy who's coming on at at uh, ten. He'll do it for you. Yeah, he'll play that. You know. Oh yeah, that guy. I will. Yeah, because he'll make it. You're right. He'll make it his own. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he could sing it. He'll well, DJ ask us Humpty to call him DJ Humpty. DJ Humpty Hump. <laughs> Humpty would be cool for a DJ name. Yeah, I think it works. Anyway, how you guys doing? Doing Great. good. Doing good. Good, um, good. I'm gonna I'm gonna lead the show with a Johnny Depp story. What? Even though I know that you are our registered court reporter, hashtag two time two time juror, <laughs> and you are locked and loaded. Donna is that lady. Who is midday? What are you up to? You want to get together? I can't. I'm watching Pluto TV I, I to just, watch Court TV I, to follow Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. I mean, when, okay, you're too young, but Dawn, are you old enough to remember the OJ? Yeah. Tra- oh, I, I remember that. Every minute that I could possibly squeeze in. I agree. You know what's so funny about the OJ trial is. In sixth, I was in sixth grade when the verdict came down. Okay. So it would have been like summer fifth to sixth grade. Or oh I don't know, fourth to fifth that it I happened, and then it was like a year air, later. Literally on the air. What year waiting? Was it? Uh, 90, no, no, no. Ninety four is when that happened. So that would have been, I think, ninety five when a verdict came out. But in school, Mrs. San Rocco turned the radio on when they were going to be reading the verdict. Guys, in school, and I get it, the OJ trial is different. And it was it was murder, and these would have been serious, a serious sentence that would have followed and all of that. But like imagine a classroom today saying, All right, they're about to read the verdict in the Johnny Depp Amber Heard defamation trial. Yeah. Let's turn the radio up. It's a little different because one is a criminal case. Sure. And if you're teaching criminal justice or something like that, yeah, well, or we, social studies. We were just in sixth grade gotcha. at a private Christian school. Okay. <laughs> and then Mrs. San Rocco was like, Let's, but I remember following that. Yeah. Ad nauseum. I just, I can't get enough of a, like a courtroom drama. It's just so fascinating. Like our whole justice system fascinates me. It is interesting. And it's one that you never want to have to deal with. Yes. If you can get through life never having to appear in a courtroom, you know what I don't want to ever be called in for? A witness. Ever in my life. Mm-hmm. Never. How do I not make that happen? Like, is Paul Bettany, is he saying, Johnny, let me know how I can help? Or are people reaching out and saying, hey, 
you have to talk. Can they force you to be a witness in court? I yes. guess you could be subpoenaed, yeah. yeah. I don't want to be subpoenaed. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, you know, you want to answer questions honestly without hurting the person whose side you're... Yeah, that's the trouble. You're with a witness the for? Yeah, yeah. But you got to be honest. You're right. swearing that no matter what, you'll be honest. Because what if you lie and then they have some evidence that proves you wrong? Mm. Now you're a criminal. Hey. Yep. Yep. I'm not on trial here. Did you just... Order. No. Order. Just did that thing. I don't know the term. What is it, Donna? Um, uh, uh, contempt? Uh, whenever you oh, lie on perjury. the stand. Perjury. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I could go well, to jail I wasn't for that. To do That's that. right. Sorry. Where is that noise going? Don't worry. It's gone. All right. What is it? It was a thing. Steve's stomach is talking to uh, him. <laughs> it here's the story. He's the stain on his shirt going. <laughs> Wait, here's the story I was going to come with. I was all proud of coming with a Johnny okay, Depp story. Here we go. Howard Stern. Never heard, heard of him? him? He is offering his two cents. While it seems the court of public opinion, it seems the opinion of Johnny Depp, I think by and large, if you had to choose, has it gotten more favorable or less favorable? I think it's gone more favorable over the last couple of weeks. Well, at least for public opinion. For public opinion. Yes. Howard Stern is has an approach to this that maybe the normal Twitter does not, which is he said he's a narcissist, Johnny Depp, mm. and he's overacting up there on the stage. He says the reason he wanted it televised is that's what narcissists do, says Stern. He went on to say they think they can talk their way out of anything. I think Johnny Depp is a huge narcissist, and what I mean by that is he figured, I'll put this on TV, and because I'm so persuasive and because I'm so smart, I'm such a wonderful guy. Hmm. He says he's overacting, he's making words up as the story goes on, and so it's the worst kind of overacting because he's, you know, constantly reaching and, you know, and you're sitting through those. (laughs) So he's got his opinion on, uh, on Johnny Depp saying, this is just a big narcissist show. But if I it is, she's acting too. Every time the camera goes she gets on her, up there, yeah. I mean, every time the camera she's is on her, be, oh, she Did puts you, she puts her like sad lip out, like like she's about to cry. It's, uh, you know, I guess the same can be true for both of them. They're both actors. I'm being told from my brother-in-law, Dave, of all people. Hey, Dave says, hey. Did you hear that she's trolling him with her outfits? Fans have noticed uh, Amber Heard repeatedly copying Johnny's outfits as well as his mannerisms. But there's a question the internet doesn't know if she knows that she's doing it. But I guess he wears an outfit and then she wears something oh very God, I love that. Similar. How does she know he, what he's going to be wearing? No, no, no. no. She wears day. it the next day. She'll wear it. So oh, she'll I see Johnny know. and then she's trolling him by like, I'm wearing your clothes right now. That could be true. I don't know. He had like an ascot on one day, and then she had one on. That that's kind of a funny bit. It's like um, what's her fells? Del, uh, Anna Delvey. Oh yes, that's you right. Look, she needed to be dressed aw. the right way before she I came just, out. That's a good my one. thing. I 
this is very shallow of me, mm-hmm. but I just love her hairstyles. She is very beautiful. I mean, I don't know who's doing her hair, but that braid, the braid situation that, that she went had over going the top. On, yeah, this is terrible <laughs> that I'm focusing on this. I apologize. no, it's human. It's human. I'm like, You're who's human. doing her hair? She has a full team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, she definitely has like a squad. Oh, like, can you imagine doing that braid yourself? <laughs> you know who does that? Colleen Lindstrom does that with her hair sometimes. It's amazing. Oh my God. Colleen does the her. Yeah, she it, like goes over the her. top. Yeah, it looks really pretty. Wow. 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 I didn't even have time to tell you about the great new game that I played. I'll have to save oh, that. No, I'll you? tell you after the break. How about that? I'll tell you. We'll, get into, we'll get into some things that make you go, huh? I've got some of those as well. Okay. But last night I played a game that my mother brought to the table that we had never heard of before. And it's quite fun. Works for adults or adults and kids all together. Okay. And I think that you would be so entertaining to watch play the game. And I think you would also hate it within about 20 minutes. I'm intrigued. We'll tell you what it is when we return. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. What should I have for lunch next Tuesday? Will there be flying cars in a few years? What if aliens arrive on Earth tomorrow? Uh, Steve, Steve, you must learn to live in the present. The Y is offering group classes to help you be more mindful and live in the moment. Joined by April 30th, and enrollment is just 15 bucks with 10% off dues till June. Wait a minute. Isn't that thinking ahead? Oh, cute. Join at ymcanorth.org. It's here. Good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun, right, Steve? <laughs> You're right, Donna. You're my buddy, Boo. And guess what I'm doing right no, now? No, don't do it. Don't do it. All right, don't I won't do it. Do We're it. not going to do that yet. Okay. We'll, if we have time, we'll get into some things that make you go, huh? Fine. But for now, uh, I want to tell you about a game that we played last night. All righty. We played this at a table with ages 6 to 66. No disrespect, Mom. But it's a good for the whole family. We did it in teams, an adult and a child on each team. Okay. And the game is called Kablab. Have <laughs> you heard of Kablab? I'm writing it down. No, I have not. They. This is from the makers of, and watch me win over Don, everybody. This is how well I know my dear friend. <laughs> from the makers of Scategories. Okay. You love I'm Scategories. Listening. I do. I love Scategories. Kablab. Play- Pretty much a couple times a day. You play categories a couple times a day? I have an app on my phone. It's called Stop. <laughs> and you play against random people. Okay. And you were thinking she was using the octagonal yep, die. Alone. Yeah. Alone. By myself. I was like, what is this? She I'm never sorry. has a duplicate answer. <laughs> I wanted to just say I'm sorry. Yeah. It's okay. Here's how Kablab works. <laughs> Everybody gets a pile of cards. And you go around the table. You have three die. These are three very bouncy die. These are not... Wouldn't three die be dice? Is it individual is die? Mm-hmm. And then dice is plural? Can you fact check that? That can't be right. It's, it's right. Pick up the dice. Oh, that's two. Mm-hmm. Don't think twice. Let's get together and melt the ice. Hashtag mm-hmm. turbulent. <laughs> Was Dawn here for that? When Donna, I was telling a story about being on the plane, and I said the turbulence were so bad. Oh, good! Like, I I love it when I do that. No, no, but Dawn, she was convinced of it until corrected. She didn't misspeak it. That's she believed it was. Oh, 
those turbulence. Like more than one. More than one turbulent. Turbulence. Oh, okay. Were really mm-hmm. bad. Instead mm-hmm. of turbulence, you would say turbulence in the same way that you would say uh, So a singular wind. would be the turbulent? <laughs> no, there so wouldn't bad. be singular because turbulence is like air or I wind. Know. I was thinking in Donna's mind, oh, no, would I it always, be singular turbulent? I guess so, anyway, even though I know how it's Oh, was that one bit of turbulent? I hope we don't have oh, more I turbulence. Tur- I had a turbulent day. Yeah, you could say that. Guess, guess what, guys? We're all fallible. You Back know? Oh, absolutely. Wait, kablab. 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 All right, so you have these three. It's like Shazam. Dice. And they have a one, a two, a three on them, or blank, or an X. Point of it is, what you do is you roll the dice, and let's say you have a one, a blank, and a three. Now you add those numbers, so you have four. One, blank, three, so you have okay. four. And then you turn over your card, and your it says things you do in the morning, and you have to say four of oh, them. You guys and kind then, of play something similar. To and this. then you mm-hmm. you roll the mm-hmm. dice again, and you have to continue to roll the dice and go deeper into the topic on the card that you t- flipped over until you get all blanks. Or if you roll one of those X's, if an X ever shows face up, it's automatically now the next person's turn. And why the urgency of that is important is in the middle of the table, and they call it kablab is this little faux bomb, almost like a little, you know, a little bomb with like a candle coming out of it. And then you pull that up. And at the beginning, it's a random timer. Yeah. And so you don't know when it's going to go. Like hot potato, hot potato, hot potato. Exactly. It's like hot potato. That scares me. The fun of it is, and again, these are almost like hollow. It's like hollow dice. And I say that because they bounce a lot. So it's not a quick. So part of it, it seems, is you roll the dice. And it seems that they intentionally made the dice this way because you're waiting like, come on, stop, stop, stop. Now, some of us were just stopping the dice because we were like, we need to keep going here. But so you're waiting to see, wait, how many of these do we need to say? And then they finally settle. And then you're like, okay, we need two more things that are green. So after you, okay, so let's say you're on two and Mm -hmm. you turn over your card. It says things that are green. That's your turn only. Correct. You, you as long you as you have get, to say three things. Yes, and then oh. once I did the three, what I have to do is or I have two, to whatever you roll. Yes, but whatever that number is, after you get through those, while the timer is still going, you don't know when it's going to go. Kablab! You have to pick up the dice again, and you need to roll again, and you're always hoping to get an X or all blanks. But if after I did the four things of things you do in the morning. If the next roll that I still have to do, I have to get to a safe roll before I can pass on mm. the dice to the next person. So then maybe I roll a two again. So, for instance, yesterday there was a I point it. where it You're was like... You're on the hot seat and you... The when thing do you could start go off. the timer? You started at the very beginning and then you roll the dice. The timer has been started. So oh. there was a point where, for instance, it goes to my nephew Trey and he rolls countries. And then it's three that he has to do. And he's like, okay, you know, Mexico, United States... Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Canada. And then he rolls it again, and it's four more. And suddenly, as the ticking is going, and I know that you, I think you would love hate it at the same time. The timer. The I timer. Yep. So then we're all looking at each other bug-eyed. There was a point where it was characters from a characters from a movie and then suddenly because of the and you don't know when it's going to go off the it's funny to watch people's brains sort of just slow down where there's panic so as my nephew names three countries and then rolls again and now it says four now if i said to you name seven countries just within the next five uh-huh. minutes, you could do this. But if you hear tick, 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 and everybody's looking at you, you're like, oh, my gosh, what's the name of a country? Dawn, maybe you guys should do a timer on your morning show We game. do. It's called Five Second Showdown. Oh, it's, it's five seconds. It's very similar to this. A timer starts. It's five seconds. Name three. And then it's like, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Three Same thing. You know, desserts. makes of cars yeah. or something. Yeah. It's fun. It's called Kablab. And with a K or a C? With a K. K-A-B-L-A-B. Kablab. So instead of kablam, it's kablab, because you're blabbing. You're blabbing out all these answers. I have one more question. 1999 is how much it is. Okay. Um, my question is not that. Does one person go until the, the timer blows up? Like, when do you pass it to the next person? Only if your card says to pass it? So, again, you have the, the dice. The cards are just the topics that you or your team has to answer, and you have to roll the dice until you roll an X. One of, the, one of the okay. three dice has to show an X or you have to land on three blanks. So you have to get to a zero point or an X. But as long as there's a, if there's no X and there's a number that is facing up, whether it's one or whether the three dice add to six, you have to say that many things in that oh, category. Oh, that's fun. Okay, that fun sounds game. really fun. You should get it for the cabin. I think I will. I think people, um, also our listeners, always appreciate when we give them some uh, tips. They love this. And by the way, my mom uh, was going to bring it from home to play, but she was worried that as it went through TSA, they would see the fake little bomb. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> so oh, what if it starts ticking? That's what, that's what she yeah. was concerned about. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Oh, that's funny. All right. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Good morning. It's us. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Checked out a new uh, a new show, guys. Oh, you did? I did. Rumi and I decided to watch The Tourist. The Tourist. That's a, That's a Johnny Depp movie, Johnny too. Depp. I and knew you guys Angelina were going to say that. That is true. They had no chemistry whatsoever. No. But, but they got Golden Globe nominations, and the rumor was because the Hollywood Foreign Press just wanted big name stars on their red carpet. And oh, that was yes. the word that year was, yeah. Rude. They didn't deserve it, but they got the invite. So what did you think? So this is not the movie. This is a new series on HBO Max. Oh. Is it tied <laughs> into it at all? No, no I, I don't know because I don't think I've ever seen the movie. Um, this is with uh, Jamie Dornan, who I love. I just think he's fantastic. Um, and 
He's a guy who wakes up in the Australian outback with no memory, and he has to use the fl- the few um, bit of clues that he has about his life to figure out who he is before his past catches up with him. It's really good. It's um, it, it, there's a girl in it. You you might recognize her. Her name is Danielle McDonald, who I love. You can already tell that she's going to be like the the hero of the movie. Um, she was in that movie Patty Cake with um, Bridget. Uh, Bridget. Who I really like. Yeah. Comedian lady. Moynihan. Moynihan. Nope. <laughs> Bridget. Nope. Everett. Bridget Everett. She was in another show that I was telling you you should watch. Somebody. Um, somebody somewhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah really yeah. good. Yeah. Anyway, this girl is adorable. Um, if you ever watched Nurse Jackie, she reminds me of the Nurse Jackie's friend who's just full of, like, whimsy and glass half full kind of girl. But um, it's really good. It's got subtle humor, which I really like. And I, it's intense and suspenseful. Mm. And there's only six episodes. It's a limited series. Oh, that's fun. So I checked it out. I recommend it. I, I like the original concept of, of the, the tourist that you're describing, of sort of waking up somewhere and then having to clue things together. That's naturally intriguing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, he's all alone. He's got no ID. He doesn't know who he is. He wakes up with amnesia after getting in a car accident. Just, it's, you know, and then he meets the, these cast of characters along the way. And it's just, it's real, it's real good, I think. I'm two episodes in, so I'm going to finish it. The okay. tourist. Thank you. Quickly about Jamie Dornan. I was so impressed with him in Belfast. I don't even remember. Oh, yeah. He played the dad. Yeah. yeah he was great. Oh, I'm glad he's moved past Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, Dawn. He if was you... good in Barb and Star. He's very versatile and good for him. I have a great series for you with him in it. He is terrifying. Uh-huh. He plays a real, real, real bad guy. And it's based on a serial killer, and it's called The Fall. Oh, yeah, I see that on his IMDb. Okay. That's where I came to know him as a serious actor. I was like, this guy is so scary, Mm. so Mm. believable. Um, And that's from, I think, it might even go back to 2013, but Gillian Anderson is in it. Mm -hmm. Oh. She's fantastic. She's she plays the lead inspector or the, you know, investigator in this case. And it's like the two of them against one another. It's real good. Wow. Cool. Thank you. Hey, thank you, guys. Hey, the show recommendations keep on coming. I will recommend a show. Okay. to I think to all of us, although I feel like it just feels like, Don, I'll tell you who's in it. And you'll be like, oh, okay. I think I'll watch this. You, you know Vanessa Bayer from Saturday Night Live. Yes, love her. That's what I was thinking. Well, turns out I didn't know this. She's got her own show. Did you know this? If I did, I forgot. It's on Showtime. I think just came out. And uh, it's called I Love That For You. So let me give you kind of the, the tagline <laughs> for love it. it. I like that title. That, it's a funny title. So uh, in it, and she, Molly Shannon is in this as well, and apparently, you know, it's a, it's a quite a comedic cast. But we first meet her character, Vanessa Bayer's character, Joanna. This from the AVClub.com. Uh, as a teenage girl, she's in between chemo treatments. Okay. Okay. So that's how it starts, and then smash cut to we now see her as an adult. 
and she is uh, giving a, a, as they describe it, a spirited demo of Costco's pita chips. You know, she's <laughs> yeah. doing the samples yeah. and running that whole thing. Uh, it almost feels like she could be delivering a late night QVC segment. And so, I don't know how, but at some point, she ends up landing her dream job, gets a dream opportunity on some fake shopping network, and now... Vanessa Beyer, who oh, was working as a Costco sample person, cute. now has this job there. And then at one point, as sales aren't going well on this QVC-esque sort of a channel, she just blurts out, I have cancer, and which is kind of a white lie because she had cancer. I think the cancer is in remission, and then she has to walk that back a little bit. But those are those are some of the initial things that we know about molly shannon plays like a qvc style superhero maybe she's been in a lot no wait am i thinking molly shannon yeah she's been in a lot of tv shows lately it's called the special value network by the way not qvc it's this they they fictionally call it the special value network but then maybe molly shannon would be like a like a Lori grenier uh who is you know a major player on on qvc okay how about this variety headline not to burst your bubble. You won't love, I love that for you. TV review came out yesterday. Mm. Mm. They said it seems like the, you know, home shopping networks is one that's ripe for comedy. Because like in Hacks, for instance, Deborah Vance goes on TV to like hawk her products. And she says, or this uh, reviewer says, the challenge with all things in fiction is getting the details right. And maybe that's where they're falling short. But I think it, I think it sounds really cute. Yeah. The AV club also has a, we wish this was better. It feels like it should be great. And they're so happy for Vanessa Beyer. Yeah. But they're saying that the show feels a little lackluster. I was just going to omit that from this (laughs) because I didn't want to dissuade you. Yeah, But you know, (laughs) decide for yourself. Yes. I really do believe you should decide for yourself. Oh, there's so much stuff out there that critics just hate that we're like, that's great, well, that's fun. And I know, like, for example, Dawn, you saw The Power of the Dog. Yes. You know, people are just raving about it, and you hated it, right? They hated it. Yeah. So <laughs> decide for yourself, yeah. right? Yeah, and it all comes from, it's all subjective, you know? We, we some certain shows resonate with us because of our own personal experiences we've had. Right. And, you know, just like with Licorice Pizza, where I was like, I loved this movie. Without seeing it for yourself and just hearing about it, you're like, ew, I, that sounds icky. I hated it before I saw it. I know. And then I saw it and I loved it. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Steve, Give you should it a try. It. I was, you know, as you guys mentioned reviews and stuff, then I was like, what about, oh yeah, what about Avatar? Global, box office global sensation. It actually does have an 82% on Rotten Tomatoes, but even there, you know, $500 million wasted. Uh, You know, there are different ones that are just blowing it up. Too bad it doesn't have any spark of humanity in it, you know, all this kind of stuff. Mm. So yeah, forget... We appreciate critics. We're the people. But we, we decide. The people. We're the people. We decide. We buy We're the, the people. We, we decide. decide. We're the people. We, we, we buy the popcorn. <laughs> we buy our tickets. I'm going to make a picket sign right no, now. Please, no, please don't. Please don't. No. All right. All right. Um, hey, did you guys see Margot Robbie? Uh, there's a picture of her, a first look at her as Barbie. And I think she's perfect. The movie is coming out, I think, not till next summer. 
But can we link this up for everyone, Steve? You bet your bottom dollar. So she's in a pink Chevrolet convertible. She's wearing an adorable Barbie-like. I, I, they really, in this picture anyway, it looks like they really brought her to life. And I love it. You know how I was talking about yesterday, like how you bring a Marvel, like a comic book story, yeah. and then you make it human. It's just so creative. I love it. All right, I just up. hope it doesn't have like, you know, negative messages for girls or anything like that. You would think it wouldn't. Like, let's make because her a lawyer. She's, you know, it's a modern, it's being done. I would imagine that there are uh, powerful females behind this who are like, let's let's redo the narrative here. Yeah. That's I, true. Let me tell you, Barbie was one of the cartoons that got outlawed at my house. It was one of the first, it might have been the first show. Really? That I outlawed at my house. There was a Barbie cartoon. Oh. And this yeah. was maybe eight or nine years ago. We were living in Albuquerque at the time. And my young young daughter at the time, Adeline, was maybe three or four or whatever. And she's watching it. And Barbie was just always doing stuff where it was like, oh, you shouldn't say that to your friends. Oh, Barbie's only looking out for Barbie again. Oh, uh, really? Yes. Oh and I was like, you know what? And when they're in that parody kind of a parrot-ish kind yes. of a face, yes. you are like, you want to be mindful of what do I want them repeating and you know yes. all that. And we we're like, you know what? Barbie is selfish, self-centered, and vain. Let's move on to something different. <laughs> yeah. And so that's when have... we drank from the cup of Yo Gabba Gabba. Oh, nice. New new episodes of Yo Gabba Gabba are coming out after a long, long hiatus. Can I ask a follow-up question on your last story? Please do, Donna. Um, do your kids have Barbies? Do they ask for Barbies? They don't ask for Barbies. Okay. We do have some Barbies in the house and have before, you know, and then you go into a kid's room or an empty bathtub and it looks like some sort of a drug bust in Miami. <laughs> No one's got their pants on. Or a head. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so. Barbie's head is in the toilet. <laughs> All right. Good to know. Thanks, uh, Steve. Thank you, Donna. All right. I'm going to head out. I need to go. No, no, you've got to stay for this. Hoagie. Order, order. Oh, uh, we got we got to go back to the courtroom, okay? Because uh, we saw something. Oh. We have to say something. Amber Heard's lawyer is a disaster. <laughs> and we've got audio. Audio um, evidence that we're. You got it. Oh. Yep. We'll get to that when we come right back on My Talk 1071. It's good. Well, you know what we say on this show? If you see something, you gotta say, say something. something. Yep, yep. And if you hear something, you gotta say something. Mm. Like anytime I mispronounce something, you think Steve's gonna let that go? No, because okay, we're trying to get better, aren't That's we? That's right, Steve. Yes, we're trying to grow. Growth is key. Yes. Yes, Steve. Who are you and I what have you know. done with Donna? <laughs> hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. (laughs) Now, you've had some concerns about Amber Heard's attorney. I thought that his approach, the strategy of Here are all the bad tabloid headlines and negative press that's been out there. Seemed weak from a legal standpoint. So uh, I haven't been following this guy quite as closely as you have. Well, there's a few. I I believe there's at least two lawyers on her side. 
And one of them, there's been a lot of like objections, compounds, there's objections, hearsay. Yeah. I don't know uh, what that is. I don't either. It's like asking the same thing twice oh, sure. or something like, like that. Um, then their hearsay has just been going on. And so much so that Johnny Depp has been like looking to his lawyers and go, going like, hearsay? Mm. I think that's hearsay. Yeah, yeah. it's basically not founded in fact. Right. And it's very loosey-goosey the way they're running this, this trial. Oh. But one of Amber Heard's lawyers objected to his own line of questioning during the trial yesterday. And when you hear, uh, I believe you'll hear Johnny Depp chuckle when the judge (laughs) says something. (laughs) You didn't know what could cause damage to Mr. Depp's hand while you were there. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. There on March 8th, correct? Dr. Kipper told me he sustained an injury on one of his fingers. Well, uh, rejection, hearsay. Wait, you, you asked the question. Okay. Oh. Next question. Okay, he sustained an injury to his finger. Yes. So they're they're talking to an expert or, you know, a guy who's a house person or house manager. Or I don't know who that was in that particular clip. But oh, my God. I mean, can it get any more embarrassing than that? Uh, um, I like how quickly, too, the judge is like, hey, dummy. Um, that was uh, your the person. <laughs> he just didn't like the answer, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, my god. Strike that from the record, judge. Totally. Then there was this really great forensic psychologist who testified yesterday. Yesterday. And I touched on this a little bit towards the end of our show, but she was uh, she interviewed Amber Heard for 12 hours of questioning. I'm, I'm sure it's not 12 consecutive hours, but, sure. you know, keeping notes and um, basically talked about what her evaluation of Amber Heard was. We spent 12 hours directly with one another. One of the primary things I learned was that she had a very sophisticated way of minimizing any personal problems, externalization of blame, tending to have a lot of inner hostility that is attempted to be controlled. There can be actually a lot of cruelty. Usually with people who are less powerful, they can react violently, they can react aggressively, they will often physically prevent their partner from trying to leave. Sometimes they act in a kind of a girlish way to be cute and to gender attention, but they can be actually very, very destructive. But Hmm. mostly we call this administrative violence. So essentially this is saying that they'll make threats using the legal system. So they might say that they are going to file a restraining order or claim abuse. That person goes from being idealized, the perfect person, to dumpster. Dumpster? Dumpster. Dumpster. Oh my gosh. Hmm. Wow. That's interesting though, because in the, those sort of volatile relationships where it is just lovey-dovey and oh my gosh and the PDA and we're just all into each other and then if you is she suggesting then if you realize you can't get the thing that you want then it is 
Uh, opposite ends of the spectrum. Yes. Totally. Yes. It's like love hard, you know, love mm. hard, fight hard. Um, there, there were also, there was some questioning about the red mark on her face. The, somebody, uh, the police were called in Los Angeles to their, one of Johnny Depp's penthouse suites. And, um, the officer also was like, yeah, I didn't see anything consistent with bruises. I didn't, you know, they investigated Mm. and, and Amber and her friend who made the 911 call were uncooperative with the police. Um, so there's just all sorts of stuff. But not, now, listen, that's not to say that they, Johnny Depp wasn't interviewed for 12 hours by a forensic psychologist. This was his team. And some of the criticism that's coming from their side is that um, uh, she had dinner at Johnny's house with his lawyers before they hired her and drinks. And so... Some people are criticizing the credibility and and they're saying, well, it was just part of the interview process Hmm. to find someone and to talk to someone. Right. Oh, okay. So meaning not Amber, but the 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 forensic psychologist, Shannon Curry, Dr. Shannon. Curry. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see who they're Hmm. talking to now. I mean, is somebody going to lie on the witness stand for a glass of wine? No. Bottle, maybe. Donna. What, what year? Oh, boy. <laughs> I kid, I joke. You guys, stop. And and, and listen, you know, I, this may be a stretch, but I'm kind of seeing a little glimmer of Johnny and Amber in Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. Like, Speaking of drinking. Right, well, right? They prefer a red. Blood. Yes, blood. Blood. Apparently, they, they dabble in drinking one another's... No, it, Trickles of blood. Megan Fox is is sort of clarifying this. She's both confirming it and clarifying, saying, yes, we do drink each other's blood (laughs) for ritual purposes only. Oh, oh, that makes perfect sense. It's just a few drops, she says. Uh So she said, yeah, so I guess to drink each other's blood might mislead people. Or people are imagining us with goblets and we're like Game of Thrones drinking each other's blood. She says it's just a few drops, occasionally for ritual purposes. I, what is the ritual they're doing? Is it? It has to do with like the witchcraft? full moon and yeah, really? stuff. Yeah, it has to do with. Oh gosh, she's into tarot card reading and astrology, and she does this metaphysical like meditations and practices and things like that. So when there's a full moon, she has a special ritual, and that's where the blood comes in. Okay. But I th- my point about those two is I feel like it's real dangerous when you're that like so impassioned in the beginning stages and then bound I, together through blood. Yes, and he's like take my soul, you know, just kind of like it reminds me a little bit of this Johnny Depp Amber mm. Heard thing, like they're all in, they're so passionate. But that's not you know, you can't sustain a lifetime of that level of passion. Right. And it makes me worried for the future of their relationship if they think that that's going to be that way forever. It's like the old babbling brook versus the river analogy with relationships. Yes. Where babbling brooks are often, they make noise, right? You go and you see them and they're bubbling up and that you hear them and you see them going over the rocks and there's splashes and all of that. But they're very shallow. 
Whereas a river, you could be walking alongside a river and not know it if it was if there were was a tree or two in oh, front of you. No. Yeah. But they are quiet, but they run deep. And so it's these yeah. there are these oh, babbling brook relationships Steve. where it seems exciting and you you're sitting there right now, married to your significant other, and you're thinking Oh, well, we're not drinking each other's blood. I mean, we don't have to drink Uh each other's blood, but shouldn't we be doing something crazy? But maybe rest in the fact that your relationship more resembles a river that runs deep and quiet as opposed to a babbling brook that is noisy and shallow. Exactly. Like these two, they are making so much noise right now. And it's almost like they're putting on a show. Yeah, and maybe there's a depth to it that we don't know. But yes, there's a lot of posturing where it's like... yes. And, like, let's suck face on the red carpet. (laughs) Like, come on, guys. Thank Uh. you. Dawn, yep. you're dismissed. I have to go drink someone's blood. Order. Drink Kenny's. Yes. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> go do a podcast All with right. them now. Bye. Bye. Uh, when we come back, though, you guys, uh, the most expensive song to license for movies, TV, and video games. You think you can figure out what it is? We will tell you when we come right back with music news up next.